0: Breast cancer is in service to all people of African heritage impacted directly or otherwise by breast cancer. That's Africans in the diaspora or indeed indigenous Africans living on the African continent. So whether you are living in Asia, America, the Caribbean, Europe, the UK or in the Oceanas, I am talking directly to you. You can find my podcasts and other breast cancer related stuff on blackbreastcancer.com and there are some useful resources. Look for the resources tab on the menu where you'll see 81 different books on breast cancer, many written by our own people for example, 66 movies and documentaries, many created by our own people, 24 podcasts from other black women and men about breast cancer and other bits of our health, 120 testimonies from other black women and 30 testimonies from other black men telling you their breast cancer experiences just to make sure that you do not feel alone it's absolutely free so do utilize this website to the maximum and if you'd like to join the black breast cancer community just sign up to the newsletter that pops up on the front page So in the first part of this discussion, I talked about what a tissue biopsy or surgical biopsy is, including some of the ongoing problems with them. In this second part, we're going to discuss liquid biopsies. Many of you will not have heard about them yet. Some of you will know them by their brand names like Gallery, Signatera, Quadrant, 360, and many more. It's by no means a saturated market, but the global liquid biopsy market is expected to reach over 8 billion in pounds and dollars by 2027. That's how revolutionary it promises to be. So what are liquid biopsies? What's the difference between them and a tissue biopsy? Well, before we get into it, let's just remember the problems with a tissue biopsy. Currently, they remain the gold standard in medicine, but there are problems and there have been problems for some time. They are invasive. It's difficult to get a biopsy from some areas of the body, like the lungs apparently. The turnaround of biopsy results can take too long, up to 10 days or more. Cancer cells continue to change their shape as long as they're functioning, which means a tissue biopsy is only a snapshot in time. By the time chemotherapy is given, that tumor probably requires new analysis. Only one biopsy in general is given per patient. This means as much as one in five patients receive the wrong medication, as much as 70% of breast cancers are found by the patient and not by a biopsy. And tissue biopsies are said to be very expensive. So let's look into what a liquid biopsy is. Well the principle behind a liquid biopsy is based on the presence of a tumour shedding bits of itself that float into the bloodstream. The tumour shedding leaves one organ, let's say the breast, and enters the bloodstream to find another organ, normally the lymph nodes, bones, liver, lungs and brain. A liquid biopsy is a simple and non-invasive alternative surgical biopsies which enables doctors to discover a range of information about a tumor through a simple blood sample traces of the cancer's dna in the blood can give clues about which treatments are most likely to work for the patient so you have to imagine like bits of the tumor dropping off going into the bloodstream and on those bits of tumor you can apparently potentially see the whole of our DNA sequence in it. So the blood sample is taken, put into one of those fancy scientific spinning file things, which separates the tumour from the blood. And they're able to really study that tumour under close examination to read the codes that are written on it. So if you receive a negative result, your doctor will likely order a tissue biopsy to confirm that the results are correct. According to an article published in April 2020 in CURE, some studies have shown the sensitivity of liquid biopsies range from 60% to 85%. Okay, we're gonna come back to those percentages. How does it happen? Well, there are three ways in which tumors shed themselves. Three, so the first one is called circulating tumor cells, CTCs. Okay, as said, cancer cells that split away from a tumour and circulate in the bloodstream. They can sometimes exit the bloodstream and enter either organs grown into new metastatic tumours. This tumour shedding in the blood can be measured to determine if a patient has cancer. The more shedding found in the blood, the higher the likelihood of the patient having late stage cancer. As a result, CTC-based tests can have lower specificity in early stage settings. Number one, so CTCs. Then you can have circulating tumour DNA, CT DNA. CT DNA is a DNA that circulates in the bloodstream as well and derives from cancerous cells and tumours. As tumours grow, cancerous cells die and are replaced by new ones. The dead cells get broken down in their contents, including DNA. These are released into the bloodstream. Like CTC, CtDNA can be measured in a patient sample to determine if a patient has cancer. CtDNA is known for its high sensitivity relative to other biomarkers. So you've got CtC circulating tumor cells, they can tell you something. Then you've got circulating tumor DNA, the dead cells can also tell you something. And then you have exosomes, exosomes, E-X-O-S-O-M-E-S, are extracellular vesicles. What's a vesicle? V-E-S-I-C-L-E. Vesicles, well, you know, they sound like vehicles, and not too dissimilar. Vesicles are tiny sacs that transport material within and outside the cell. So, exosomes, Okay, exosomes are extracellular vesicles. They're responsible for cell-to-cell communication and the transmission of diseases. They talk, exosomes talk, and they're particularly useful as a basis for liquid biopsy. As they are secreted, they're discharged by living cells rather than by dead ones. As a result, exosome-based assays offer a more comprehensive real-time window into the patient's health and have higher sensitivity. They also offer logistical benefits because exosomes are highly stable and are easy to obtain and distinguish. Okay, so these are the three types of shedding tumors. Circulating tumor cells, circulating tumor DNA and exosomes. The whole point about these three is that they carry with them the potential to read our DNA sequence from them, which is amazing. In oncology, the liquid sample is analyzed specifically to find mutations for cancer. An examination of these bits of tumor floating around the bloodstream potentially provides for more information than a tissue biopsy does. It is particularly helpful for metastatic cancer because it can tell us where the cancer is going. It means liquid biopsies could help us to stay one step ahead of cancer growth, bearing in mind 90% of breast cancer patients die of metastatic breast cancer. This could indeed be revolutionary. The whole treatment journey could be transformed. So let's go back to that sensitivity. I'm using this word sensitivity to refer to accuracy. And there is a problem with this in that overall sensitivity for the test, this liquid biopsy test was 51.5% with a steady improvement in detection across cancer stages. Stage one, it's 17%, one seven. At stage two, its sensitivity was 40%. At stage three, Sensitivity was 77%, but at stage four, which is where it's really at its best, it was 90%. Matthew Bootsma, a researcher in the University of Wisconsin School of Medicine and Public Health, and one of the lead authors of a recent report, says cancer is not a static disease. As the disease progresses, molecular characteristics change over time. And these changes are important to understand how the disease responds to treatment as well as how resistance develops. And maybe this plays a part. It makes it really important for a clinician to have a real time access to these metrics. So you get more information, but at the moment, I don't know what these sensitivities are saying in terms of accuracy, but it looks like we're not at an advanced stage, at least for stage one, two, and three. So where are we? With a simple blood test, liquid biopsies provide the possibility of a quicker and more accurate early stage cancer detection across a wider range of cancer types, not just breast cancer. Using current standards, i.e. our normal surgical tissue biopsy, only about 25% of cancers are detected via screening. The remaining 75% 5% are detected when the patient is symptomatic and from a black perspective, normally in later stages. This is at least in part why breast cancer has become the number one cancer impacting women across the world. Plus liquid biopsies could well be beneficial for detecting cancers that currently do not have proven screening methods. So currently require invasive tissue biopsies. The advantages, It's quicker to do, cheaper in cost with a shorter turnaround. A biopsy metastatic sites cost around $16,000, while Angle, a new company involved in this work, very focused on selling the devices in their trials, so for research purposes, said the single-use test cost around $100. Tissue biopsies take about 10 days or more Liquid biopsies promise to be much quicker than this. Sorry, I can't give you a time frame. Often it was difficult to get enough information from the surgical biopsy and really depended upon the area of the body. Tissue biopsy could not normally capture the genomic landscape of the entire tumour. Now more information can be taken from less cells. Liquid biopsy is safer and more convenient. Liquid biopsies can be repeated as is needed without harm. Liquid biopsies can also be taken via saliva, urine and from the spinal tap. Research has sequenced sections of DNA and found markers associated with types of cancer, such as the protein HER2 in breast cancer. Another area where liquid biopsies excel is when a tumor has metastasized meaning it has spread to multiple sites in the body it is not practical or often possible to collect tissue from each tumor for analysis thus liquid biopsies are more advantageous to prove an overview of the mutations present in each of the tumor sites or when tumors are in an unreachable area where tissue cannot be collected in the traditional way more than anything If you have the DNA sequence of your tumour to match with pharmaceutical medication, a new level of personalised treatment emerges and this explains why it is set to be a billion dollar industry. So what are the disadvantages to liquid biopsies? Well a lot is still not known. The sensitivity for stages below stage 4 cancer doesn't seem to be very reliable. Remember 70% at stage one, 40% at stage two, 77% at stage three. Stage four, it's 90%. The Food and Drug Administration the FDA has expanded the approved uses for blood tests for the liquid biopsy that can help doctors pick the best treatments for some people with cancer, but not all. Liquid biopsy is complementary to tissue biopsy, but it is not a replacement. Tissue biopsies remain the gold standard so-called because of the quality of the tissue, subject to examination is better for it being a solid tissue. There is better sensitivity for assessing amplification in tissue biopsies than liquid biopsies. Tissue biopsies are fully utilised when a known tumour's location is confirmed and available for extraction. Liquid biopsies are at best limited to being used for screening, identifying mutations in metastatic cancer and tracking changes in mutations for treatment. The sample may not represent mutations that actually are present in a tumour. Tissue biopsies are irreplaceable in identifying the nature of tumours. According to the company Biochain, research demonstrates that neither biopsy method is capable of sampling an entire tumour and revealing complete details of all present mutations. This is a setback for both diagnosis and treatment which tend to be based around the mutations. In general practice, This would determine precision treatment by drugs, but only nine out of 36 recommended drugs were concordant. By concordant, I mean that was consistent or harmonious so that the genetic information from the shedding matched the potential effective drug. Another similar study tracking specific genetic mutations found consistent results only in 17% of cases and that's a study by Chai and others from the journal Oncotarget volume 7 number 40 of 2016. So what's the conclusion of the tissue biopsy versus the liquid biopsy? At the moment liquid and tissue biopsies function as two distinct tests with different methods and functions. Using both biopsy methods may prove to be costly and time consuming. So more research and advancement are necessary to conclusively select the superior biopsy. When deciding which biopsy to use, the most likely deciding factor is which phase of the process the patient is in. Screening, diagnosis, treatment, remission or relapse. From there, the best decision can be made. Now last week, I discussed the idea that the best prevention was formography. Remember, formography offered up to 90 to 95% sensitivity when you combined it with an ultrasound scan, because it could see changes in the body seven years before the development of a cancer growth. And clearly, liquid biopsies does not compete with that but it certainly serves a potential of precision-type medication, aligning the right drug treatment with the ability to read your DNA from a tumour. So it certainly has a promising future, but it's difficult to see how it could compete with a thermography that can read a change in the body long before the tumour has been formed. So that's the discussion this week on the tissue and liquid biopsy. My apologies if it sounded a bit too uh, abstract sometimes. I'm trying to force us into these deeper thinking about how our bodies work and what medicine is doing and what changes are happening around breast cancer and how we get to understand and keep up with it as we go along. So I hope it's been clear and useful to you. Thank you very much if you've lasted this far. And I will speak to you again next week. Don't forget to check out blackbreastcancer.com. Look under resources on the menu tab. And do sign up to the Black Breast Cancer community by giving your email address into the pop-up on the homepage of the website. Bye-bye, everybody, and have a good week.